Okay, let's get into Parshas Truma, Tafshin Ayintes, and we will start with the beginning of the Parsha as we get into now the Mishkan, the Parshas of the Mishkan, the first of four Parshas related to the Mishkan. We always remember every year the Machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban, whether Truma and Tetzava are exactly where they're supposed to be. Well, they are exactly where they're supposed to be, but the question is, are they in the chronological order of the uh, of the events that took place? Remember, Rashi says, Ein Really, the Mishkan takes place after Cheta Egel. So Parshas Kisisa chronologically takes place before Parshas Truma and Tetzava. While the Ramban says, no, the Ramban, whenever, if he's forced to say Okay, so in Perak Aleph and Perak Tess of Bamidbar, the Ramban is forced because the dates there are in opposite order. But here, the dates aren't saying anything. The Ramban says that, no, this is exactly where it's supposed to be. And as the Ramban writes in his Akdama to this Parsha, the Ramban does not often have a Akdama to the Parsha, but the Ramban in his Akdama to Truma says that... This parsha and the Mishkan in general is a hemshech of Maimon Harsinai, as we know, the hemshech of the of the Shechina resting amongst Am Yisrael. That is the purpose of the entire Sefer. The Ramban wrote this in the Zakdama to the entire Sefer, and that's what happens in the last pasuk in Parshas Pekudei, the last pasuk when there's finally a, a Hashras Hashchina that comes down. So really, Truma is the start of the goal of the entire Sefer. Though we start reading it, and all of a sudden we're like, we said if we didn't get caught last week. All the stories last week in Parsha Mishpatim, all the laws, but now it's even more intricate and detailed. And uh, um, we might think technical, but again, this is all uh, to bring down Hashras Hashchina, to remember also the mushal that we gave a number of years ago when we quoted Rabbi Steinsaltz, who says, we think every nud, every bolt, what is what is so um, important about every little every little piece involved, but he gave the mushal of the space shuttle. You know, the space shuttle, every nut, every bolt, every every piece, a little piece, what difference does it make? The goal is to get into space. The goal is Hashras HaShchina, so we don't realize every nut and bolt and little piece that is required, Kadesh Baruch Hu, the one that created the the uh, the world, recognizes that every little um, board, every little piece of gold, every little curtain has a, has a purpose and has a place where it is supposed to be, and so too we think about the Mishkan uh, as well. So we start off with the... Name of the Parsha and Vyakuli Truma. If you look in source number one, Rabnasan Alor, the Rebbe Lachsam Sofer, uh, quotes the Medrash. The Medrash says, Vyakuli Truma, we might call this a Medrash Plia, which is a Medrash that says two things and puts them together, and we're not exactly sure what the purpose of their being connected, uh, is. So says the Medrash, Vyakuli Truma, Hadu Dechsev, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alokeinu Hashem Echad. Right? Vyakuli Truma, that's Shema Yisrael. Right, Maha Kesher between that major Pasik that we know of Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkeinu Hashem Echad and Viyichuli Truma. What exactly is the is the message that we are supposed to get? Says Rav Nassin Adler Maha Kesher Beishnei Absukim. Says the Rav Nassin Adler. If you look at the Balaturim on this Pasik, I think we've touched on this Balaturim before. The Balaturim on the Pasik says Truma might be a reference to something a little deeper. Look at Truma. We can read it as Torah Mem. The letters of Truma. Torah Mem, Torah, and Moshe Rabbeinu was on Harsinai for 40 days and, and, uh, 40 nights. As we know, Shabbala Rames, Alatorah, Shinidav, Moshe Misinai. So Truma is Torah Mem. Hadu Dechsev, and this is exactly Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. What is, what is that a reference to? So says the Reb Nasanal or a Dover Nifla. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu at this time, that is two two weeks ago, and Parshas B'Shalach is the remez to this halacha, that Moshe Rabbeinu was mesakein to lane, to have Kriyasa Torah, every three days at least, 
but there were differences in halacha between the days that we have laning. So there are some days that we have three alios, as we know, on a weekday, Mondays and Thursdays, and Shabbos, Menchah, sometimes we have four alios, Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid. Four alios, again, each higher level is a reflection of Kedushas Hayom. Right, five alias we have on a yontif, six alias we paskin yom kippur, and seven alias is on Shabbos. And we know even if one is uh, one is a minak to make a hosafa to add in an extra aliyah, one does not do that except on Shabbos because we dafka. Shabbos is the most; it's seven plus. It's clear that it's Shabbos. On any of the other days, Yontif and Yom Kippur were, were much more hesitant to add on any Aliyah because we want to keep the status of Dafka 6 and Dafka 5. The Cholus. Every day is, is a, a different number of Aliyos. Says Rav Nasan Adler, Torah, Truma, Torah Mem, Torah which was given in 40 days and 40 nights, is alluded to in this passage of Shema Yisrael, which we say every day of our life. Shema, Shema has three letters in it. That's Kola, that's Kenega, the three crew on a Monday and a Thursday. Shema Yisrael, Yisrael has five letters in it. Keneged, Yantif. Next, Hashem, Yudke Vavke, four letters. So four letters is Keneged, Rosh Chodesh, Chalamoed. Next, Elokeinu, six letters. Neged, Yom HaKippurim, Shekarim, Shisha. Bud, putting those together, seven letters, Keneged, the Kruim on Shabbos. V'yichuli truma. Says Rav Nassim Adler. So there it is. All the days, the entire pasuk. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkin Hashem Echad. That is a remez to Torah, the Kriyas Torah that we have every every week and every three days of our of our life. Okay, moving right along, we have a thought that is said by many, uh, but we'll say it this year. We'll see it this year through the eyes of Ramosha Feinstein. V'yichu. We spoke about the third word in the command, but let's speak about the first word in the command. They shall take for me truma. Again, a very famous question. And we'll see his famous answer. The yichu, when you ask for something, you usually don't say, take for me. It's v'yitnuli. Should be give to me. Give to me, says Ramosha. Lechara hayetzarach lomar, source number two. Hayetzarach lomar v'yitnu. Give to me, and look at the continuation, from somebody who volunteers. When anybody who has a voluntary spirit, you take the truma. So you can only give an adava, you can only give a volunteer something as a gift if you want to give it. Right, if you take it, v'yichu, take for me. Well, Moshe's going to grab it, that's not going to be so uh, so volunteering-like. So what does that mean? The Yikhuli Truma. So Venira, as is explained elsewhere, Lashabiarti. Shakarasparhu La Ratsa Shayivnu Hamishkan. Hashem only wanted the Mishkan built. Ella Meelu Shenodvim Machmas Shayodim. Only from those who know and realize. Shain Hakasef Ahazov Shalahem Ella Shalakarishbarhu. Only from those who realize that they're not really giving. Only from those who recognize that it all belongs to Hashem. They gave it to me to watch. They gave it to me as a pikadon. He gave it to me as a pikadon, and I could hold on to it, or I could give it. But it's not mine. I'm the treasurer. But it's not my money. I'm not giving a transaction. Right, I have something, I'm giving you a gift from my property. No. Ella, it's ke'ilu, I am putting it, you know, and I'm allowing you to take it, but it's not really mine. Right, because it was never mine. Ella, kimeniach lahagaboim. Likachas davr she'enu shalom. When the gaboim come around and collect for the Beis HaMikdash, 
right? I'm sure everybody wants to get for the Mishkan, which is the Asuli Mikdash. So you can take it. You can take. I'm allowing you to take it. It's like they're taking it themselves and not giving. Right? That he says is the is the principle of Tovas Hana, but that's the Yikhuli Truma. The Gaboim should take. Nobody's really giving. Because ultimately, it belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I only want you to take from people who have that attitude that they realize it's a kicha on my part, not a, on the Gabayim's part, but not a giving on their part. Umizeh yesh lakaladam lilmod. Gam bitzaka. Every time one gives staka. Lahachshiv shenosin litzaka. Es sheino shaloshi yechashiv kilakicha. Whatever we give. Not just then, but even now. And I might add and expand, and it's not just with money. Right? If somebody is gifted by God, a certain talent, a certain way to help, a certain uh, asset that they have, be it tangible, be it not tangible, so one has to realize when they use that, they're giving, but it's just that they're they're doing, you know, proper treasury work that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you know, is, is, you know, wants them to, uh, you know, is proud of how they're, how they're, how they're uh, doing it. That's the, that's the shot of the Gemara in Tainus, Aser Bishvil Shetit Asher, right, give stucco so that I, give, I make you rich. How did stucco make you rich? Right, with the Gemara in Ksubis that says, Melach, Melach B'mamon, I've got the exact Lashon, Melach B'mamon Chaser, if you salt something, salting is, is spreading it out, right? So the more we spread it out, the richer we get. Why? Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu sees that we're a good treasurer. Kodesh Baruch Hu sees that, that uh, he could trust us with his, with his assets, so then we'll be trusted with more. Right, so that's the uh, the pshayr emotion. We always have to realize it's a vayichu when we give to someone, when we give to somebody advice, when we give to somebody. Yeah, we're giving in a sense, but it's really more of allowing the gifts that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us to be to be shared by others, and that's the message in the one word vayichu instead of vayitnu. It tells us how to deal with anything that we have, anything that we have in life. Okay. Another point. Again, we could spend the, the whole the whole sheer on the on the first second pasuk of the of the parsha. Again, there's so much to talk about the menorah, the shulchan, all the different kalim that we have here. But uh, we'll try to touch on touch on what we can. So the Torah, this pasuk also starts off with the word truma two times in the in the in the pasuk. And again, this thought is related to the one that we just said. But says the pasuk that Rebbe Yisrael v'yichuli truma me'ez kolisha sheyidvenu libo tikhu es terumasi. From every man that has no Dave, his heart, take what truma, see, take my truma. So if we notice, the first time it says truma, v'yikhuli truma. And then after that it says, tikhu es truma si, take my truma. So why the switch from truma to truma si? You know, very often there's a switch of that in a, in a pasik, and it's always uh, meant to teach us something, right? Very famously, the first pasik in Tehillim, first pasik in Tehillim has a switch of, of, um, you know, suffix, and Chazal pick up on that. First it calls it Torah Hashem, and his Torah, Yega Yom Right, so first it's called Torah Hashem, and then it's called his Torah. When we start, we can also get it, it's Torah Hashem. Once we're kona it, then we acquire it for ourselves, it becomes Torah So. Again, Chazal pick up on the, on the chains of Lashen, of Torah Hashem and Torah So. So here too, the question, obviously there must be something deeper, that it starts off by being called, uh, Truma, and then it's called Truma, Truma Si. What is the message? So that's picked up by Rav Yonas and Ibishitz. 
in his commentary, Teferis Yonasan, Rav Yonasan Abishas has many different svarim uh, on the parsha. Teferis Yonasan is on the is on the parsha, and he has another. Other most of them have a Yonasan in, in the name. He has a whole sefer on on Haftoras in the set of Kol Kisve, uh, Rav Yonasan Abishas. So there you have it here. I gave it to you also from the uh, the Osiris Hatorah here, but it's Teferis Yonasan. He quotes it also here from the Shlach Kadosh. Um, because he has an additional point here that I wanted to uh, to bring out. So Ella Biaru Ashla Kadosh Vyonasan Ibishitz. Yadua, Litsarak Malachasa Mishkan, Hayatsarak Zahav Tahar, Shinonimsa, Kokakba Olam. If we look at the Mishkan and the demands, there were a lot of raw materials. And where were they? Right? They were not in a place where gold and silver and copper and even wood were in the desert. Where are they gonna get all of this? Maybe they had some from the from the spoils of Kriyas Yamsuf that they all stood by and they and they got from, from from the chariots. They got some gold that they can melt down. So where did it all come from? Where was it? Zov, Kasav, Nachoshes, right? The Trelas, Argaman, Tolashani, all these beautiful materials. Oros, Elim, Madamim, Oros, Tachashim, Atzeishitim. We'll get to the to the Tachashim. Shemen, Besamim, Ktores. The Avanim, remember some of the Avanim, the Medrash says, flying in on a cloud. The Avanim Iluim, right? So, but where did all this come from? So, even if you want to say that they, 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 were, they were able to procure some, but, but a lot. V'chein, right? Many of the Dvarim, Chashuvim, Delo Shrichem, the Kolze Aitzarech, Bekamuyit, Kedolot Ma'od, Yoser Mianimsa. Ve'ech Zesh, Evi Ubenei Yisrael, Nedavos, V'dayva V'yoser. Afil Mechdei Atzarech, right? What does the Pazak say? Malach Ha'isadayim Ha'oser. They had plenty, plenty. Not just enough. They had plenty. So where did it all come from? How is it possible that they, they, they got all of this? Ella vadai says the Tiferes Yonasan. It must be Shezeo mitzara bracha shenasan Hashem benedavis. Hashem gave a special bracha in the Nedava. It expanded. Mehamaat sheheviyu nasaharbi. From the little, like a Chanukahnes, right? From the little that they brought, it expanded into more. Ukefishir nedivas halev Right, the uh, more that there was the the heart, the deeper in the heart of the giving, the more Hashem expanded it. When somebody brought a whole slab of gold with a with a complete heart, and I wish I could give double. I wish I could give more. And he and he's upset and it pains him. Then he can't give more. At that stage, we're not zochet to such gifts anymore. But when somebody brought one, Hashem made it into two. It's like double. You get two for one. Kodesh Baruch Hu, you know, you bring one, you bring two, whatever you bring. It's a match. Hashem matched, right? The greatest of the fundraising. You know, we have somebody who's going to match whatever's brought. They'll double it. That's what Kodesh Baruch Hu did. The ultimate match that the uh, for the Mishkan. So yes, you brought Truma, but then it ended up being Truma C. It ended up being my Truma, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, not just from you. Number one, what they gave them from themselves. And number two, Masha Hosef, Hashem Yisbarachal Matanoseim. What Hashem added on, V'yichuli Truma, Zehu Truma Shetaram Kalechan Me'atzmo. But then, there's Nidvas Halev, that somebody really wants to give and to do more. Right? That's, it turns into Vichuas Trumasi. There's even, there's even more. And there in the footnote, he quotes from the Al Shachakadosh on Parshas Vayakel, 
Right? And on the same page, we have two of the few, two of the few individuals in history that were Zoha to the, to the uh, praise and the appellation Hakadosh. Right? Most, even the greatest, who were called Hakadosh. Right, the, right here on the same page, the Shoah Kadosh and the Ashokah Kadosh. They were both Zoha. But the Arizal sometimes is called, uh, the Ariya Kadosh, but not too many others were called, uh, have, have been Zoha to be called Kadosh over the past, uh, couple hundred years. Says the Alshech on Vayakel. Kalish Vayisha. Many Psukim in Vayakel Bakudei are Darshan that they are entirely extra. Including this one, because this one really seems to be extra. Kalish Vayisha Shernadav Libam. Oh, some man that were, was no Dave. His heart was raised to bring to Lachamal Achach at Siva Hashem Lasos Piad Moshe Heviu Bnei Yisrael Nadav Hashem. Sounds like a very wordy, verbose, extra pasuk. Lachora Kol Pasuk Miyutar Shekfar Kasubim Sarah Makodim. It already said Bnei Yisrael did everything. Heviu Es Trumas Hamishkan Shenemar Veheviu Kolish Asher Nisaoli Bo Laviu Es Trumas Hashem Kol Meirim Trumas Kesav Nechoshes. They brought everything already. This whole pasuk is totally extra. Ella says the Alshech Pasuk Zeb Balachadeish. It's come to emphasize what something that wasn't mentioned earlier. Everybody who brought, and as we said, it was impossible. Right? How was it going to be done? In his heart, he had this deep desire to bring more. He just wasn't able to. And that's the emphasis of the Pasik. Nadav Libam, I'm gonna get every even more. Right? Again, part of the larger uh, message of even if something seems impossible, right, we do it. And we go the extra mile, and if we put on our in our Ishtablus, right? The Ramban already knows the Parsha's Noach. Parsha's Noach, what happens to Parsha's Noach? Noah builds a teva. It would have taken him, you know, to fit all the animals and to have everything on the table. It was impossible. Noach, you do your part, then I'll fit the animals in. You figure it out. You do your part for the animals in. Right? The Gemara Masech Sota, Rashi quotes it in Parsha Shmos. Right? We know, Basya, Basparo, some say Bisya, right? Stretches out her hand to reach Moshe Rabbeinu. Stretches out her hand. The baby was all the way out there in the basket. What was she thinking? It was impossible. What was she thinking? Kodesh Baruch Hu says, so to speak, stretch out your hand. I'll do the rest. Nishtarbava, Amasa, right? Her hand stretched out, bionic arm, went out all the way, got, uh, uh got Moshe Rabbeinu from the middle of the Nile, the Nile. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. But again, this is, we do our part. We'll bring a little gold. Kodesh will, will make it multiply. Kodesh will do, will do what is needed to be, to be done. So that's Truma and Trumo, Trumosai. Okay, moving right along. The next thought is really an unbelievable drasha by Rabbi Simon. There in the Imre Baruch, a lot of pieces. He puts together a lot of many sources that we've seen already. But we'll start off in the middle with his question. And then he answers with a thought that we've mentioned, again, many of the sources. But we'll start off with a the following. If you look in the middle of the source, on page 3. Right, there is a Pasuk in our Parsha. Right, towards the beginning. We have Va'oros Elim Ma'adamim. Perachat Hei Pasuk Hei. We'll come back to the earlier part. We have the curtains, right? The curtain, the oros elim of the rams, the leather of the rams ma'adamim, red. Right? These are uh, different curtains that are put on. There is a machlokes in Mesech Shabbos, and Avchavches, whether these were two separate curtains or was it one curtain? with two parts to it, two different materials. Or was it one on top of the other? Right? One is Oros Eilam Ma'adamim and Oros Tachashim. 
Right? So what are they? So there's a machlokas and dafchavches and maral, the sheet of is they were two different curtains. Right? You see on the middle of line 12, asukisu shal oros elam adamim, olamalami manu od mechse oros tachashim. Right? It was two, two curtains. But Rabbi Yehuda holds, no, it was one. It was one, half made of oros elam adamim and half made of oros tachashim. Fine, that's the Gemara. The Meshachachma, the Meshachachma, in uh, later on, the Meshachachma wonders, though, that the Pasuk says later on that the Oros Tchashim was Lamala. Lamala, that makes sense if there are two curtains. One could be Lamala from the other one. But how is it? If it's one curtain, then how could one be called Lamala of the other one? Line 17. He quotes the Meshachachma. Bish Lamala man da'amar beis kisuyim hayamuvansh. Oros elamadamim. But if you say it's mechse echad, so what's lamala? So the Meshachachma, not so often he does this, he quotes his father. The Meshachachma quotes his father, Avi Mori. And he quotes the Lashen, on line 21, that lamala means where it was situated. The Oros Tachashim had to be on top, meaning the curtains hung over the Mishkan. The Tachash part of it had to be on top of the Kodesh Kadashim. Says the Meshachachma in the name of his father. He quotes it verbatim. Good. That's the Meshachachma. That's the Gemara. The Meshachachma. Lamala doesn't mean one on top of another. According to that opinion, it has to be the part on top of the Kodesh Kadashim. So now, Rabbi Simon wonders, why was that so important? Why was it important for the Tachash to be the Tachash part of the Oros, um, right, the Oros, the Oros Tachashim? Why should that be on top of the Kodesh Kodashim? Remember, every detail of the Mishkan is that it teaches us something. And the messages are Chai Vakayim, even though we're not Zoha to have a, to have a Mishkan or a Mikdash. So if you remember the Tachash, right, Rashi quotes it. Rashi quotes it in our Parsha. Pasik Hey. Chav Hey Hey. Tachash minchaya. The tachash was a type of animal. It only existed for that for that uh, amount of time. That amount of time. The Sif Sechachavim says, Ah, there was a tachash minchayah. No, different animel, because that was not kosher. So, minchayah v'lohaisa el l'shah. V'har be'gvanim ha'yulayt had a lot of, many colors. It had many colors, this tachash. V'lakach metargeim saskona. Shesos u'mispa'er be'givunim shaloh. It's called Saskona, that's the Unkelis, because from the word Samach and Sin could switch, it was happy in its colors, it was proud in all of its colors. It was a multicolored animal. And they used that skin for the high that went on top of the Kodesh Kodashim. Again, so what's the message? What's the message? So now we go back to the beginning. Says the Imre Barach, says Rabbi Simon, the beauty in Yahadus is that it's not monolithic. The beauty in Yadus is that there are 12 Shvatim. Isn't it fascinating that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we have the nation, again, it started with individuals. And each individual symbolizes a certain essence that every Jew has. Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. But after those Midos were put into every Jew, right, that DNA, all of a sudden we become 12. Why did the nation start off with 12? Why not one? Why not one and then everybody? No, there were 12. And then after the 12, then it was everybody. There was another stage Going from 1 to 1 to 1 to 12 to all of Am Yisrael. Right? After the 12, then it's just everybody. But there was a stage of 12. It wasn't just a stage of going from individual to klal. What's the message of 12? So many. 
because many po- point out, right, the minig of having 12 windows in a shul, the minig of different nuschos, quotes the Arizal, the Mogan Avram quotes the Arizal, much of what we know about the Arizal is from the Mogan Avram on Shulchan Aruch HaRachayim. So he quotes that we know the beauty of Am Yisrael and the beauty of the 12 Sha'arim is because there are many ways to get to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And there are many drachim and there are many paths. And every shavit has a sharo minagla And every shavit davins in their, in their, uh, in this special way. Because that's what Yadus is about. It's about different drachim, elu ve'elu, devriyolakim chayim. And that's the Ramban, and now he quotes. Again, a number of sources that we've had in past Shirim. The Ramban on the Nesim, in Parshas Naso. Why is it the Torah goes out of its way to list every Nasi bringing the same exact carbon? The same exact carbon. Over and over again, right? It makes Nasa the longest parsha, but it's not the hardest one to lane. Why? You just go over and over? Because, explains the Rabban, it looks like the same one, but everybody had their own kavanas. Everybody had their own motivation. Everybody thought about it differently. Sha'af, shalakol echa me'anasiyim. Ola b'machshava, lahavi chanuka l'mizbeach. V'shetia bazeh ashir. Everybody has in mind to bring this. Ha'elokol echa mehem kavanin efredes. V'tam b'fnei atzmo. Nachshon at his, and Yisachar at his, everybody. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was interested in. That's how you're mechanich the Mishkan, by having 12 different days. V'yesoda yesodos bazed, v'yeshliz kartamit sh'aratzan apnimi sh'akol Yisrael shaveh. Every Jew has a parallel and equal connection to Hashem. Again, obviously within the framework of Shemiras HaMitzvos. L'asos v'tzon Hashem alavinachas ruach l'shmo yisparach. And when we remember this, Ein has a beautiful line. Ein ha-minhagim v'hanischos v'akavanos ha-shonos ma'avim pirud. The all the different types of minhagim and ischos that when uh, you know even more so when we're zochah here in Eretz Yisrael when we hear a kaddish and we hear three people saying kaddish and they're all saying it differently they're all saying different words and they're all saying it and you have, you have to wait here and then you have to wait there and it says that's not pirud ela adaraba kula mashlimim zadzeh right everyone is mashlim the other one ubiyachan makajim shem shemayim yava ubiyachva why there's so many different malachim. Well, there's so many different uh, um, ways. And he quotes also famously the Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in Parshas by Midbar, where he discusses, we've mentioned this often, uh, why there was the Degalim, right? Why the, by the flags? Everybody had their flag and everybody had their position in the Midbar. Uh, and yet that was not commanded right away, right? We don't have the Degalim right now, right after Maimon Harsinai. We only have the Degalim in Bamidbar. That's a long time. That's a year later. Right, so why, why didn't we get the Tegalim right when we left the Mesias Mitzrayim? We're going out, okay, fine, after Kriyas Yamsuf. So for those six weeks, we should march, you know, like we're going to march for the next 40 years. It wasn't supposed to be 40 years yet, okay. But for whatever, however long we were supposed to march. So explain to Yaakov Kamenetsky, what does each flag mean? What does each flag symbolizes? A flag, a degel, symbol, it's a different color, it's a different symbol on it. It's a difference. So, says Rabbi Yaakov, if we would have gotten the flags and the positions right after Yitzhak Mitzrayim without any glue in the middle, so that we would have ended up being 12 nations. We would have had such period. There was nothing holding us together. So all the differences would just have led us away from each other. Only after Maimon Sinai and the Mishkan, and then we have the glue in the middle, right? We have the ultimate connection to each other and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the, through the Torah. So then, then differences can, can be, uh, perfect and complete the other drachim instead of pulling them away. And that's just like he gives the example, Dugmas Ha'adam, right? But like a person, what? The ears are doing something different than the eyes and the nose and the and the lungs. They're all different. 
Nobody's going to think that, oh, they're, in, they're, they're fighting each other. No, no. So too with the Ummah. Right? And that's why everybody is, is, uh, is different. Says Rabbi Simon, with all of this that we know, he says he puts it in. That's why the Tachash is on the Kodesh Kedashim. The Tachash. What's the Tachash? All different colors. All different colors. On top of the, on top of the Kodesh Kadashim. Right? Line 31 now, on the, on the third page. To be Tam Zeha Yoorus Tachashim Tzrichim Lahahil al Kodesh Kadashim. Ki Kodesh Kadashim Umakim Haaron. Shebo Munachim Aluchos. Shehena Torah. Fayatachash Mahil Aleim Lahorus Lani Yisodzeh. Shehish Drachim Shonos. Belima da Torah Vavodes Hashem. We have to realize that. Kidugmas Atachash Udavar. Im gavanim shonim, different colors. And he says maybe that's also why the kruvim are faces, right, looking at each other, right, dafka on top of the aron because you see each other, right, you see each other. You're not just looking inward by the uh, when one has this outlook, right. The dafka two kruvim, dafka two, not one karuv, dafka two kruvim looking at each other. Lorami Even so, I'll call that sorok listaka lachaveru klomer lachabdo laharichoso. To give him that, to give him that covet. That's also maybe the deeper meaning of the Gemara in Erevin, uh, why we pass him like Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel was, uh, right, focused on Beis Shita as well. But either way, this is the amazing message of the Tachash that is on top of the Kodesh Kadashim. And he ends off by, by, uh, he also says maybe that's why the crew of them are children, because children generally don't think they're better than, uh, you know, hold themselves above. Right there, they, they, uh, quabble and whatever, little things, but generally kids are, kids are kids, and there's now real, uh, gaiva in the, in that. And then he just quotes at the end, also what we've quoted from various Bali Musser, he quotes it from Rabbi Kiva Eger, uh, and that's the, the, uh, drush on the Gemara at the end of Mesechus Tainus, where the Gemara talks about that Lassil Lavo, Akadosh Baruch Hu, Daf Tainus, Daf Lamed Aleph, yeah, but there in line 23. In the future, Hashem is going to make a circle for Sadikim. Hashem Kaviyachal is going to be the middle in Ganeiden. When everybody's going to be pointing, all the Sadikim are going to be pointing to the middle of the circle, saying, Ze Hashem Kivinulo. Ze is always a Lashon of pointing. Whenever Ze appears in, uh, in, uh, in the Torah, the Gemara Menachah says, three times it says Ze. It means Hashem showed Moshe Ze. Ze Hashem Kivinulo. <laughs> and the and the uh, Rukiv Eger is quoted. In this world, the tzaddik, every tzaddik only serves Hashem in his derech. Everybody serves Hashem differently. This tzaddik doesn't serve Hashem like that tzaddik, and this rebbe doesn't serve Hashem like this rebbe. And this rav and this rosh Shiva, even just in the names, it shows differences. Rosh Shiva, rav, rebbe. Admor, right, even those four names show reflect differences. But in the future, we'll see that we're all on one circle. All on one circle, and I don't know if he quotes it, but I've heard dancing means you also, that you go around and you experience the other ones of Otis Hashem. And everyone in the circle is valuable, because if you're missing one point in the circle, the whole circle falls away. And everyone on the circumference of the circle is equidistant from the middle of the circle. So all of those, right, Hashem doesn't say a square. Right, it's a circle, Dafka. We're going to be a, be a, a circle that is going to be um, around the Hakadosh Baruch Kaviyachol, and that also connects. So it's the Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky by the Zagalim. It's the Rabbi Kiva Eger on the Gemara in Tainus. It's the Ramban on the Nesiim. It is the Arizal about the windows and the Yudbeis uh, Sha'arim, and it's Rabbi Simon about the Tachash on top of the on top of the Kodesh Kadash. Okay. That's like a mini sheer, not just a, uh, 
of uh, thought in the parsha here. Okay, <coughs> moving, moving, uh, moving right along. Moving right along. Perachafei pasik ches. Let's go to the most famous pasik in the in the parsha, and that of course is vaasuli mikdash v'shachanti besocham. Make for me a mikdash, and I will rest. I will rest in the in the uh, in it. Achanti besocham. Says the medrash. Start off with the medrash on the pasik, and then source number nine. Uh, we will get to. Um, we will get to uh, the shot of the Medrash. Says the Medrash in source number in source number eight. Right, the pasuk that we know from Divrei Yamin that we say in davening. There are parallels between everything Hashem created in Shemayim and everything down here on Earth. Lamala, and he quotes words. Lamalan zvul va'arafel. Shene'emar, u'reimi zvul kachecha. Arafel, u'moshinigesh al-arafel. So we see zvul and arafel are above. Lamatan, and down here, in the mikdash. Azamar shlomo Hashem. Amar lishkon ba'arafel. The Beis HaMikdash is called that. Banisi bezvul lach. Hashem, the Beis HaMikdash is called a bezvul. Lamalan, srafim omdim imalo. Lamatan, atishidim omdim. Same lashon of omdim. The Medrash goes through every parallel. All the malachim, everything in Shamayim has a parallel to down here on, on, uh, on earth. Right? Lamalan, skipping now, line 13. Yehirakia besochamayim. Lamatan beftila haparoches lachem. Right? They made this havdala here too. Lamala, kise Hashem. Lamatan, kise kavodomarum. Vichul. Everything lamata, lamalan, there are parallels. And then at the end, of the Medrash, says the Medrash, line 25, after saying all these parallels of Lamal and Lamata, Shechavivin Komash Lamatan Mishal Lamalan. But it's even more beloved what's below to Hashem than what's above. Tedalacha. I'll prove it to you. Shehiniach Masha Lamalan, the Yorad Bishalamatan, Hashem left, so to speak, what's above and came down. Vyasuli Mikdash, Vishachanti Bisocham. Right, and that's what it means that I rested in here, Ibn Socham, in, in them. Right, everything is is um in this world, Hashem rested in this world, and that shows that it is more beloved to Akadash Baruchu in a in a certain sense. If you look at the Vakarasal Shabbos Oneg, he quotes the Dubna Magad exactly what is the message of this Medrash? What's the message of the Medrash that there are parallels between the upper world and the lower world? And again, he's not going to focus on the last line, that it's even more beloved below, we might add, but what is exactly is the message uh, between the, between the, uh, by the, by the uh, balance of the Medrash by saying up above and below? That's the question of the Dubna Magad, and of course the Dubna Magad gives a, uh, a, 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 a mashal to you to explain. Says the Dubna Magad, the Pazak says in Tehillim, we say it, Hasholeach Imraso Aretz an Mehira Yerutz Devaro. Hashem says his Imra, Hashem says his message down to land, on Mehira Yerutz Devaro. Quickly, his words run. What does that mean? We say it in Davening. So he gives the mashal, as you would have guessed, it's either a king or a rich man. This one's about a king. Melech Echad Malach Al-Kama There was a king that was ruled over many different countries. In every one of his Medinos, he had this big palace in every one of his cities. And he had servants, and he had chariots, and he had horse stables. Wherever he went, there were, there were places that, and uh, services for him. But the Minag of the king was very unusual. 
Whenever he used to go to a certain country, he used to have that country's horses and chariots to pick him up. And then he would go to that country. He didn't take his royal from wherever he lived in the capital, but wherever he was, he ordered for the chariots and the horses to come from the place where he was going, come to me, and then go back. And then go back and take me with you. It doesn't say, we're not going to get to the marshal of how he got back afterwards. But again, the maybe he got it from his own. From his own. So, So, obviously, he was asked the question, you know, why is that? Why don't you just go with your royal uh, contingents from here? Why do you have to go to the place where you're going to? Have them come pick you up? Just go in this one. The king says, no, no, no. Line 9. Shekal hamesharsim. Mislavim l'shayaras hamelech. I want everybody traveling with me to be v'simcha. Ka'adam ha'shav al-beso. I want everybody to be in a good mood. I want everybody to feel like they're going home. Feel like they're going home. You know, there's a different feel. I could say personally, there's a different feel. When a person is traveling, you know, on a business trip or on something they have to do when they're flying away and when they're flying back home. There's a different mood. There's a different coming home to comfort, coming him, coming home to what's familiar, coming home to what's expected. Says the king, I want everybody who's taking me to be happy and to be benachat and mishalva. They're not going away. They're going, they're serving me, but they're serving me by going home. If I take this chariot, they're, they're leaving because of me, to, to honor me. You know, they're busy after having to go away. Says the Dubnamagin, this is the Mashal. Everything yearns to go back to its roots. Everything yearns to go back to its roots. There's a magnetic pull to everything to go back to its roots. So many times the Baruch has to send Malachim to do Shlichus in this world. Michael, Gavriel, Raphael, Uriel, Malachim have to be sent to this world all the time. So it's very hard for Malachim because whatever Malachim are, but it's against their nature. Malachim belong upstairs. That's their turf. Right? That's their home field. You know what Hashem did? Hashem created parallels between the upper worlds and the lower worlds. And there's Ruchnius even in this world. And there's places where Malachim could feel comfortable. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself can feel comfortable even in this world. That's all the Mishalim in the Medrash. We're about the base of Migdash. Base Vul, Arafel. Even a Malach. The Malach is just going home. No less home than upstairs in Shamayim. And that's the Pazak. HaSholeach Imra So Aretz An Mehero Yistavaro. When he says his imra, when he sends his, his message, his nature down, uh, to the aretz, so then it's quickly, ad mehera, yarutz devaro, so then it's fulfilled, because it's something natural, it's something comforting, as the angels are, are ones to, to follow. And that obviously is the message of the Madras, the Kaddish creates ruchni, even on this world, uh, in order to, uh, make it comfortable for him to come down.
for him to come down, capital H, Kaviyachal, and that's what we have to do. Like the Medrash that we mentioned 10 years ago. Vasuli Mikdash, the mess, the, the Medrash that the king always says, build me a little, you know, extension on your apartment whenever I want to come visit. He tells his daughter, and that's Kaviyachal, Gadish Baruch telling us, always has room, have room for me, always have me, have enough room for me in Vasuli, Vasuli Mikdash. Okay. Moving right along. Okay, we have to get to some of the Kalim. Some of the Kalim. So the first Kli, as we know, mentioned is the Aron. The, uh, the uh, uniquely, the center of it all, as we know, there's even a discussion in the Minyan HaMitzvos, um, how many how many mitzvahs to count, uh, the Rambam, the Ramban, uh, but some even suggest, according to some uh, Rishonim, the Ramban, that the building of the Aron might be different than the building of the other Kalim. In terms of Minyan mitzvahs, counting as a separate mitzvah, the Ramban notes, in that all the other Kalim were used for a certain type of avoda. Right? Every Kli that was built had significance, as we'll talk about by Hashem soon, but it also was used to do something. The menorah wasn't just to sit there and do nothing. The menorah was there to light. The shulchan was there to have the breads and do the breads, the, uh, the, uh, the lechem apanim. The, the mizbech haktores was used. The kiyor was used. Everything was used. The aron wasn't used. The aron wasn't used. It was placed. And that was it. That's why during Baisheni there was no aron, and they still had a functioning base of Migdash. Right? Because it was there. So it could be that the aron has independent significance, separate from Avoda, because it has no Avoda. Right? And that's why there was some Rishonim that would count the building of the aron as a separate mitzvah, even though the uh, other kalim are chilek, are just a heksher mitzvah for their avoda. But either way, in the building of the aron, on top of the aron we know is the kaporas, and made as one miksha, to, connected to the kaporas are the kruvim. V'yasiz kaporas zahav tahar, the Pesach tells us by Sheni, amasayim v'chetzi yarkav amav v'chetzi rachba, v'yasiz shnaim kruvim zahav, miksha tasa osam, one of the few kalim that had to be made miksha, mishne kisos, Hakaparis. And you make the Kruvim, Kruvechan Mikatsa Mizeh. There's a lot discussed in the Gemara. The magical power of the Kruvim. Maybe they, they looked uh, at each other. When, they looked away. They looked vote. A lot of magic about the Kruvim. But there is a halachic discussion in the early Achronim about the Kruvim. And that is Mari, Mari Mintz and the Maram Padua discuss here in source number 11. Didn't we just learn last two weeks ago? In the Atheris Adibros, Losasa Lachafesa, Lachal Tamuna, right, making golden images, right, not such a great idea to make golden images. And yet here, we make Kruvim. And not only Kruvim, but Shlomo HaMelech, if you remember, added on. Shlomo HaMelech made a lot of other, uh, Kalim that, that, uh, he, you know, he, uh, he wanted to add to the, to the, uh, structure and the furniture of the Beis Amigdash, so to speak. So, how is this all allowed? Line three. We know the, the, uh, lions, the golden lions on Shlomo's throne. And we know later on, Achashverosh wanted to copy that. That's why he made this huge, uh, throne in, uh, Shushan. Shemasar Bakar, there were 12 golden cattle. Tachas Kirnachoshes. Right, the Yamshal Shlomo. Right, the mikvah that was in the base of Migdash. So, how do you do all of this? How do you do this? There's the, all of these, all of these, um, golden items. Why isn't this a, why isn't this a, a problem of Losas and Lachapesel? So the obvious answer, the obvious answer which is close to the bottom is, right? The same Hashem that told us, this is also said, this is what you have to do. So that's the ultimate answer. The ultimate answer. Right, that, uh, no, or, you know, it's not even, it's not even, he suggests it's an Asi Docholosase. But it's not even an Asi Docholosase. It's what we would call Hutro, what we would call built in. 
Kodesh Baruch Hu told us to do this, so it's obviously not a violation. We don't have to explain it. So that's probably the most simple, straightforward answer, and he quotes that from the, again, the Mahari, the Mahari Mitz. But before that, he gives a different example, a different answer. Different answer. How this even, Lashitas, that it's in the world of Losas al it wouldn't be a problem. Line 10. Says the Maram Padua. Shahatam Sha'asra Torah. This is from the compilation of Kamosi Shalal Rav. Shahatam Sha'asra Torah Lahachzik Tsuros Nevados. What's the problem? What's the Tam? What's the Darshin and Taim Mishum Chashabalma. Right, we don't want you to build golden structures because you know you might come to worship them. Right? That's obviously the reason. Shema Harom Yituacharehem, as we know throughout history, people have the will say that they're godly. They have some powers v'yavduosa, but the bakar, right, the bakar, the, the golden cattle, are people are going to worship that. They are built in a way of schlepping, right? They're doing servitude. The structure that they're doing is servitude. It's obvious. You're not making this golden image that's going to stand on top of something. They have schlubbing, they have a huge weight on their back. Maybe the whenever a golden image is made in the form of servicing something else or in an act of service, there's no problem. And therefore, these cows are made to schlep. Right? So therefore, there's not going to be, that's a golden image. The golden um, lions on, on Shlomos, that was there to, to, serve, to serve the person who sits in the chair. Right? Uh, it's part of a chair. A chair inherently is made to sit on. It's not to serve. You don't serve a chair. So M. Cain says the Mari Mins, Tamza Yafagam Lakruvim. Maybe this could also help the Kruvim. Shakiva Shloha Yomdim al Kaporis, Kshem Tlushimimenu. It's never, they're not, uh, that's a good kasha, because Shloma Melech made some freestanding ones. We're not going to get into that right now. But at least according to the ones in the Torah, Dvukimumuchubar may love. Upanem notosa pnea kaporis. Hare, the fact that they're looking at each other and looking down at the kaporis and being a cover to something. This reflects Obviously, this is uh, servicing something else, and there's no chash of any type of elohus, and that's why it's not a problem. Again, the simple, straightforward answer is The same Hakadosh Baruch that told us this is Aser says Mutter. This is trying to look for a Tama Dover. Why would it be Mutter? Uh, and in that way, in that way, help us out. Okay. I just wanted to end with uh, one other thought from uh, the Minchas Asher about the Parsha in general. About the Parsha in general. Right, he starts off by, by quoting that we know something that we uh, maybe grow up with, that every time we, we do a mitzvah, it's another brick. It's another brick in the base of Mikdash. Right, and every time we do an Avera, you know, it's a, it's a brick taken off. And he quotes some stories from some of the Rebbes, from the Sanza Rebbe, and the Divrei Chaim, that one of them once said that, we're almost there, I had a vision. I saw all we're missing is the parochas. That's all we're missing. So one of the, okay, one of the tzaddikim said, okay, Rebbe, just get the parochas, do a mitzvah. He says, well, we'll do it. So he says, no, 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 they just took down another thing. We're missing something else again. I Meaning it was so, it was crystal clear to them that that it was, you know, everything that we do has has effects, line 12. Zebonev is a soser. We build and then we and then the the, the Russia in us, you know, takes away. 
question is, how do we do it? How do we do it? What, what should we think about in terms of our building of the of the of the base of Megdash? So Nira Pashut. Nira Pashut says the says the um, says Rasha Weiss. We have to recognize what exactly is the message of every part of the Mikdash. And if we could build, it doesn't mean the brick, literally. It means we build the pneumius of every kli and every part of the Mikdash. In that way, we could get the base of Mikdash back. Line 18. Nira Pashut. Shaydea voda pneumius. Shebecho kli vakli miklea Mikdash. Bonimu misaklem as also kli. By focusing on that mida that the kli symbolized, that's the way to build it. Shari kolechon miklea mikdash. Every kli misamelis echon miyesodos avoda. Right? Every kli symbolizes one of the yesodos. V'af lachash achar beis hamikdash. Even after the beis hamikdash has been destroyed, as we know, lo batzla elavodas hoevarim. The physical avoda of the kalim can no longer be done. Aval bepnimis haavoda shall kli mikdash netzach yeshba. Right? It has eternity. The kalim ela omdim lebenei yisol mashpilam torah avoda. Right, and as we know, what were the three main kalim in the Heichal, the Menorah, the Shulchan, and the Mizbeach Hazahav, also known as the Mizbeach HaKtores, also known as the Zechapnimi. Three names for each of the Mizbechos. Says the, uh, the Menchazasher, Menorah, as we know, many Chazals about this, Kineged Amada Torah. It's next to the, uh, it stands for and it represents the Amala Torah. The more Torah we learn, the more Torah we dedicate ourselves to, that's building the Menorah. That's getting the Menorah back. He symbolizes Torah. writes this. He quotes the Nitziv. The Nitziv writes about this very often. He writes about Talmud Torah almost on every parsha somewhere in all of his writings, and especially the Menorah. Especially Menorah, he talks about. As we know, the Gemara Ba'abasra Harosa Lahachim Yadrim look to the south, which is the Menorah. The Menorah symbolizes symbolizes Torah. The Mizbeach, as we know, right? Karbon connected Karbonus Tiknum. That's Avoda. Amurat Fila. Viat Fila Shihi Avoda Shebelev. Kshurlam is Beach. Hello Amrut Fila is connected Karbonus Tiknum. As we know, Torah, Avoda, the more Avoda, the more we work on our Tfila, we're rebuilding the Mizbeach. And finally, the Shulchan. If two other Amudim were Torah and Avoda, then obviously the Shulchan would symbolize Kimilas Chasadim, right? What's the Shulchan? The Shulchan is food. The Shulchan gives food and sustenance. Mistavish Shulchan connected Amurat Shlishi. And that's why the more we focus on those three areas, that's rebuilding. That's rebuilding on the bottom. And he said there's not only those three, he doesn't go into the details, but if you look at the Gemara in Erechin and the Gemara in Masechus Vachim, that each of the Begadim of the Kohen, of the Kohanim and the Kohen Gadol are Mechaper for a different Avera. So if we can be Mechazik and focus on those Midos of those Averas, that also could be something that, that, uh, that helps us. That helps us. And he quotes from uh, various Midrashim that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, would love to redeem us. He's going to be the redeemer, but, you know, he's waiting. He's waiting for us to focus on Torah. He's waiting for us to focus on on other other aspects. Then he quotes a beautiful thought just to, to finish with towards the uh, towards the end. Towards the end, he quotes. The Gemara says, he quotes from on line 37. Line 37, the Gemara Masech has brachas. Right, one of the tefillahs of one of the Amoram, Rabbi Yochanan. Yehiratzon... Shetislabesh Barachamecha. Vitiskase Buzecha. Tisatef Bachasidusecha. Vitisater Bachaninusecha. Four different words. Hashem, clothe yourself in Rachamim, in strength, in uh in compassion. Right? All these four different Lashonas that Rabbi Yochanan used to say after his after his feeling. Right? That's the whole list of the Gemara and the Gemara and Brachas. All the list of Yehi Ratzons. One of them we say in Rosh Chodesh branching. One of them is Al-Kainetzar. So, V'yamarti Mizman. 
Right, and he said uh, in the past what he heard from uh, Rav Shimshon Miestropoli, right, who, uh, one of the uh, sharpest of the uh, of the last couple of hundred years. So he quotes based on the pasuk in Yeshayo. It said Memtes, but it's really the first pasuk in Perak Nun. Because of our sins, our imchem, your mother, which might be the mother is the source of nourishment, the base of English was the source of our nourishment, has been sent away. We were sent away. Sent away. Shulcha Imchem. Imchem stands for Avnet, Michnasayim, Ksones, and Migbaas. The four begadim of every Kohen. Right? The belt, the Avnet, Michnasayim, the pants, Ksones is the shirt, Migbaas is the hat. Imchem, Shulcha Imchem has been sent away. Rabbi Yochanan is davening to get them back. Get them back. The four verbs that he uses... Each one of them is used in the Torah for one of the different four begadim. Tislabesh barachamecha, the ketones, it talks about levisha. Levisha is the ketones of the shirt. Tiskasebuzecha, cover, cover, what covers? The michnasayim are lachasos psar erva, as the pasad. Right, that's the migbas. Dita valu kisi arosh. Kamoshim What's the tisazer? The azor is always the thighs and the loins. That's that's the avnate and that's the belt. So Rabbi Yochan is really down. Uh, belt. And in that way is able to, uh, we were able to, I'm sorry, I think something just, uh, skipped. I'm not sure, something just stopped in the, uh, in the recordings. I'm just gonna repeat the last, everybody here, just, uh, bear with me. The last two minutes, I'm not sure exactly where it stopped, but I'm just, let me just repeat. And that is the, the, uh, the Pasik at the beginning of, uh, of the Yeshayo Perak Nun. Uses the Lashon of Befishachem, Shulcha Imchem, Imchem, your mother was sent away. Imchem is Rashi Tevos of Avre Mechlasayim, Ksones, and Migbaas, and of Yochanan's Tfila in Mesechas Brachos is a tfila to get those begadim back and what those begadim each symbolize. And the lasha that he uses, each verb that he uses, is a verb that's used uh, by each of those begadim. Right? Tisazer, a lashan azar is a lashan for a belt. Tisateif, itif, is always something on top. Tislabesh is lavisha, that's ktones. And tiskazek, cover, that's the mechnasayim, lachasob ererva, as the Torah says. So really, Rabbi Yochanan is davening, we should get the begadim back. We should get the kalim back. So as we read all of these, we have all these parshios. Next week, all the begadim. We have to make sure that we know what the message is of each kli, and of each beged, and in that way we will be able to get it back and daven for it by through the midos that each of them symbolize. Okay, I have to stop here. Next week in Tetzave, there, there won't be a shir. I'll be traveling. Uh, so we'll pick up with uh, Kisisa the, the, following, the following week. Okay, we'll stop here.